Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, trophy hunters of all ages. This is the eighth episode of the Raw Cuts Gaming Podcast. Woo! I'm your host tonight, CJ, a.k.a. the Solo Gamer, a.k.a. the Trophy Hunter. Tonight, I'm joined by the noob naked man himself, Big D, a.k.a. the Naked Gamer. Love it. There's my chest hair. Ooh, getting frisky tonight. Ooh. Tonight, we're also joined by the hot-taken, Twitter-beef-making, gamer extraordinaire, Woodsy, a.k.a. the Mav. <laughs> Where's all you ever. audio listeners out there, Woodsy just put his face really close to the camera and gave him a little sup. It's true. He's calling from 1995 if you want to check us out on YouTube. Um, just a little special shout out. We're recording tonight on September 8th. If you want to look out for any specifically steaming hot takes from Woodsy, <laughs> Cleveland steaming takes, check out his Twitter feed for today. Not to be confused with the Cleveland steams today. We thank you, the wonderful listener in advance, for bringing your ears to our come here, our own unique takes on all things in the video game podcast sphere, all while recording our shows and publishing them edit-free. We bring you the podcast, the all-listening staples as always, uh, mostly Tuesdays. This will be, will be Wednesday. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Google, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Anchor, and for whatever reason you don't want to listen to us and you want to see our ugly mugs and see a little sub that Woodsy did, you can check us out on our YouTube channel via the Raw Cuts Gaming channel. So, got it. boys, this week we've got a lot to cover. So let's get right into the news. Uh, actually, let's get into what we've been playing. Sorry. Big D, what you been playing, man? Oh, I took a little bit of a break over the long weekend, so I had the whole family home. But um, over the last week we've been playing... Uh, Rocket League, Fortnite, Fall Guys, and Modern Warfare is what I had on my list. So, uh, got a couple dubs in Fortnite since we all kind of gotten the band back together. So, uh, that's been a lot of fun. Um, even had my, I don't think, uh, this week, uh, we won two in a row and I don't know that I've ever done that. I'm trying to think, but I don't think I have. And that was pretty sweet. Wow. Not really? gonna lie. Yeah. I remember, uh, so Mav here logged off. And then we had a, a our fifth guy join back in. Hold on, and hold on. We won the one immediately following. Off, retired as champion. That's true. Yes, we won, and you lost. <laughs> so. The other guy stepped in. Good. Then we won we, we again. We had Justin step in, and I feel like it had a much easier time that second round. I don't know what it was, but we just were just throwing down people. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's what I got. Woodsy. What? Uh, you know, I've been playing a crap load of, uh, Gran Turismo still, um, turn out my, uh, sport mode skills. And I gotta say, I think D, I know you and I were yakking about that. It's just like, I can never quite get the W in that game. Hell, it's even hard to get on the podium in that game. And obviously part of that is your qualifying times and everything like that before the races. And I can't ever just get mine to where they need to be. So I'm in like the top five of qualifying um which is which sucks and i don't know maybe it is just the fact that it is that much of a deficit to play that game without a racing wheel setup mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know cuz i'm sure you can be much more precise with with you know all that sort of thing so um 
The other thing about that game, though, that's really irking me, and I know a lot of people complain about it, though, is like the penalty system because, you know, in principle, it's a good idea for online races, but in practice, it gets employed really jankily sometimes. And I think in part that's because of, you know, the natural lag that is occurring. And, you know, I'm, I'm probably on logging on to whatever server in North America, um, but unfortunately you get a lot of folks uh, up in there and there's nothing against the wonderful people of the continent of South America, but a lot of, a lot of folks come up um, always. I always see uh, cats from uh, Brazil and Argentina and Uruguay um, sometimes from Paraguay and Chile, um, you know, in, in my race grids and, you know, their, their, their ping is always a little bit more than mine or really anybody from the States or North America. And I, I feel like they, they definitely have a little bit of lag in those races. And when, you know, bumping into each other is a huge no, no and all that other stuff, you know, that I think that just that slight, glitchiness really has some bad ramifications um no pun intended there i guess um but yeah other, other than that um uh, i want to apologize to uh our, our our millions and millions of fans out there because i did hop on uh resident evil 7 in vr a few nights ago quick shoot your um, pants and then log back <laughs> off Right. Yeah. Well, I, I, and I, I hit, I thought I had hit the recorded cast button to send it all out. And I didn't, uh, and realized that about 15 minutes in still couldn't find out where the fuck I had to go. And so I just said, you know what? Nah, <laughs> nah. Um, too many keys that require me to find pieces of art, uh, not down for that. Um, played, um, we played PUBG last week. Oh, uh, yeah. Talked about that. Shit, yeah. I forgot. Um, this month's free game. Yeah, this month's free game uh, on PlayStation Plus. Um, and logged in, and I have to say, like, you know, you hear about toxic gaming environments and everything like that, but every time I've logged in with, like, random folks, uh, and granted, because it was a PS Plus game, I'm sure there's a lot of really, really new folks up in there, but I have to say, I met some really nice people playing that game are just like those who had mics were like real, like trying to show you the ropes and cause obviously it benefits them when you're not their worst player um, by default. Cause you're new and don't know what the fuck you're doing. Um, yeah. But, and I uh, forgot to mention the best part of that game is we discovered that <laughs> you can take off all your clothes and you yeah. can just wear army gear with underwear on tidy whities and just army boots Right. And I must say, that's really lacking in Fortnite and these other, <laughs> and even Modern Warfare. Like, where is this option? Right. We must have laughed about that for a good hour. Like, uh, my favorite part was, uh, <laughs> and I'm even sober now, so this is still hilarious. Uh, Ryan, our buddy, had the, we all had at one point all had the same getup in the tidy whiteies and army boots, and Ryan gets on the motorcycle but just sitting in the backseat of the motorcycle, just waiting for me. And he's still there. He's just sitting there in his underwear. And then I got on, and just two dudes in their tidy whities <laughs> running around on a motorcycle, like, 
It was it was highly entertaining. I, yeah, I yeah, yeah, don't enjoyed. let this don't let this motherfucker fool you. It was very entertaining for him because him and Ryan were trying to run my naked ass down with that fucking motorcycle. Call it like I say, you motherfuckers. Sure you died. So that that game is real interesting. I have to say, I mean, it's it's kind of cool because it's the first battle royale, and I actually like it as an idea more because it's it's not quite as arcadey. Um, in the gameplay style and systems as, say, a Call of Duty. And it, it provides much more of, of a realism factor than does, um, obviously, Fortnite uh, and, like, Apex Legends, etc. Um, so it, it's it's kind of cool because it's... I feel like there's a lot of strategy in that game um, it, insofar as a gameplay style that I, I like more. However... Damn, is it janky as fuck? And I don't yeah. know if that's because it's a, from 1995. Yeah. Shit, man. Like, you know, it, I'm not gonna judge a game based solely upon its looks, obviously. Um, but the, even the gameplay was just kind of janky. Um, and, and yeah, jittery. Fair, and- the game, the game looks like it's like an early, early PS3 game right now on PlayStation 4. It's not a good looking game. Um. So, I guess have at that what you will. Um, I don't know. I just I just felt like there was a lot of jank there um, that I wasn't a big fan of. Um, so, but the the gunplay was okay. I again I, I felt like it was hitchy a little bit. Um, but overall, I had a good time playing it. I'm not sure how much I will play it by myself or we will play it as a collective going forward but it was good to give it a try see what all the buzz at least was about and i can totally see though like prior to fortnite that game being the fucking shit uh yeah. even when fortnite was going on yeah. that game still being the fucking right. shit. fortnite right. and and pubg are like worlds apart in, in so far as like gameplay styles and obviously aesthetics so um interesting to try it um so that was kind of cool um Let's see what else. Um, we, as as we had previously mentioned, we did play some Fortnite. I, I also stepped back into Gran Turismo one night with uh with a buddy Ryan, and uh, we played for a good couple hours of Gran Turismo. Um, I think it was after one of the Bucks losses, and goddamn, <sighs> getting verklempt. Um. You know, we we spent some time at the casino smoking our virtual cigarettes and wasting our virtual money in our depression. So that was kind of nice. <laughs> and then we went outside and uh, just killed each other for, I think, a good 45 minutes until we decided that was enough. <laughs> oh, you mean you jumped back into Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I said, didn't I? Or you said Grand Turismo. Ah, well, I did do that. Grand Turismo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, yeah, that was that was kind of cool to hop back in that game. Um, just kind of, you know, that's a good game to dick around with. I really wish we could like <clears throat> get our shit together and do missions. We really should do the missions on that fucking game. We should. We haven't done the the newer newer heist yet. Right. Well, I I didn't even complete some of the old ones because I didn't have. We never had a fourth. We couldn't get a fourth, but now we definitely have four. So um, we should definitely fucking knock those out sometime. Um, but yeah, man, um, other than that, Siege, I got nothing else. How about you? 
So I was back on my Fortnite bullshit again this week, man. I'm deep down the rabbit hole in this game. This game has thoroughly got its hooks me, man. I've been playing this game by myself and squatting up. I've been just every night I just hop on there and play more Fortnite, man. The the amount of shit Fortnite gets for being Fortnite, you know, some of it being deserved, but they put a lot of care into that game, man. Like I bought the battle pass. What, for the what first shit are you referring to specifically? Just you say Fortnite and everyone just scoffs like, oh, it's it's Fortnite, it's you know, it's God, this kid's the, game. Just, just because it's bullshit. like the popular ubiquitous. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. No, it's, so it's getting up there now, so the kiddies yeah. are playing something else. Right. Yeah, but um, but just like you know, I, I bought the battle pass, and I, so I started paying attention to the various tasks and thing they had you do, and it's really scratching that kind of itch I've had for trophy hunting. And like one of the things was go. Thor and find Mjolnir. And you go to like the big indent that happens from whatever one of the Thor movies where the, the Mjolnir is stuck into the ground or you go as She-Hulk to her law office. They built her law office. It is kind of remodeled one of the houses in the map, but just kind of stuff like that. You go rescue baby group, you know, from the Holly Hedges, just his little baby self hiding in, in some of the trees and shit. And I'm like, man, they really put a lot of freaking care into this game, man. So, um, I've been having a lot of fun with that, just leveling up, just getting Victory Royales left and right, squatting up like with D and Woodsy, getting Victory Royales. It's just been a lot of fun, man. So right now I just unlocked Groot, uh, or uh, yeah, Groot, the big Groot, and uh, got my first Victory Royale with Groot. So I feel pretty good about that. So I've been. Did, did you hide in the bushes or behind I, a tree? No, I hide till like the last like. Five people. He is group. Just go out. You realize he is group. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with Fortnite, and then I also hop back into Hitman too. I've been, I bought the DLC. I kind of forgot that I bought the DLC, and I kind of circle around it every week here. I feel like, but um, I'm playing the levels I haven't played yet. So I went to New York City. That's one of the new levels. It's in a bank. Yep. So you have to kill a woman, one of the bank, whatever owner or whatever. And you have to steal this data core. Um, so figuring out how to do that. But and then there's you know ultra high security because it's a bank. But they still have this stupid stuff like you can do like you can go get a disguise and be one of the guys she's firing. So you get alone time <laughs> in the office with her. And then you can just literally kick her out of her bank window. Or you can set her up and you can um, you know play a record and then slam her face onto a, a statue. Or you can lure her out of her office and strangle her. It's just like the hundreds of things you can do in that game is just so much fun. So I've been having a lot of fun getting back into Fortnite too. Um, you know, as always, one of my favorite games. So I'd highly recommend you guys hop into that and check Hit, that out. Hitman. Hitman. Hitman too. Yep. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Fortnite's on the mind. Sorry. Good God. I know. We're falling apart. We are. Um, so that being said, that's all I've been playing this week. So let's get into the news. So. We bumped recording by a night because our schedules didn't quite line up. And boy, oh boy, did we ever pick a good night to punt on because overnight Xbox had oh. their shit leaked. What? And the Series <laughs> S was, was like at 12.08 Pacific Standard Time AM. Just the most like middle of the night. You know, can you imagine being the social media guy? You know, he he posted the image of like the of like the puppet, like the monkey puppet, with like looking sideways and then looking forwards, like holy shit, this is really happening. So, um, the Xbox Series S has been revealed, and then also confirmed by Xbox pricing set for two ninety nine, 
Um, the specs are also revealed. So it's a 512 custom hard drive, 1080 streaming, discless version, small, you know, the smallest Xbox ever. Um, some other rumors that came out but that are not confirmed is the November 10th release date and the Series X. I thought, I thought that they did confirm that release date. I thought that that oh, was okay. official. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess someone can check that as we go forward here. Yep. Um, but, you know, they, they were so nuts on with the Series S. And then the, the other news was the Series X coming out at four ninety nine. So what are you guys' thoughts on this Series S? Uh, D, what, what do you think about the announcement overnight? Well, uh, the one that we didn't hit on here um, that I think is the most relevant is the financing option. Did we confirm that that includes the Game Pass? I was not able to uh, totally figure that out, but from what they've done, I guess it's the same thing that they did with the Xbox One, which included the game, which included, well, Xbox Live Gold or whatever, right? Yeah. So I'm assuming because they're rolling that into one package, it, it will, in fact, include that. But um, it's not 30 – I forget what the, the terms are of that financing, but it's over so many years. Mm-hmm. So it definitely comes out to, like, more. Oh, of course it does. Right. What, what, is, what are the financing rates for listeners out there who don't know? Uh, well, they're going to uh, for X in a month and 25 for S. Um, right. Which but they don't. They didn't announce the the how many months that would be. Right. I believe, unless you could go and dig and um and look that up. But um, one thing we should also say though, real quick off the bat, is the the series X. Um, that price point wasn't actually officially confirmed by Microsoft, nor was it its release date. What's the price point on Game Pass by itself? Um, it bucks, is I think. Fifteen dollars a month for Game Pass Ultimate. So Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably a. What well, does, that, does that include Xbox? It doesn't right now, but it's Game Pass. It it doesn't right now, but they they announced that Xbox is going to be bundled in with Game Pass at no additional cost. Yeah, but um, so my my thoughts were um. Once you start taking that account, I'm assuming they they kept referring to it as all access. So that's what has made me curious on the game pass. I'm pretty confident it's going to include it. And then you're going to end up with a two year term just by looking at the number. Um, Some quick math that that checks out. Um, uh, And then they get you locked in on game pass and shit for two years. So that that all works out for them. Um, But uh, my thought is, uh, you can clearly see, um, and I've kind of hit on it before, that, that that's the direction this shit's going. Um, we hit on Microsoft trying to get out of the hardware game for the most part, um, and then making it more of a PC or Steam box type thing uh, where they can outsource it and just kind of do something cheap. Uh, but it's not hard to envision a world where for X amount of money, and it doesn't matter, in 30 40 whatever it's just an ongoing forever subscription that includes game pass and every x number of years call it three or four you get shipped a new box if this is the experience you want um and you don't really have a choice if you want to keep playing you plug in the new box and you send the old one back um and then uh it's kind of what woods uh, you and i kind of talked about that long-term service model before where you kind of get out of the the pc mode 
because uh, a lot of people aren't looking for that. Like, I know how to do PC shit. I still console game <laughs> because I don't want to dick with drivers. I don't want to upgrade a graphics card. I don't want to tune all my settings for every single game I play. It's a pain in the ass. Um, but you can see where people would, would want that easier experience, but kind of delivered from a PC. And I, I think that's that's where we're going. It's going to be a permanent subscription model. So, yeah, I I, I agree with you there. Um, I was just trying to work out, um, you know, how much how much they're getting uh, getting out of you. And let's see, so they're twenty four month terms. So it it weirdly actually seems <laughs> that you might be paying slightly less than you would if you were to buy I, all that individually. I Which, thought they rumored that they, they were doing that. You know, the, the financing is basically a free financing or very low interest rate financing right. for you. So, so I mean, that's 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 a pretty darn good deal. Um, granted, I mean, they, you know, the yearly subscriptions to the online services via B, you know, PS Plus or Games Plus, there's always sales on that shit. So um, if you're, you know, more coupon um more of a coupon frugal person like i am i always buy my shit on sale especially that sort of stuff um so i don't know it's a good deal i I definitely can't deny that what do you guys think about the the series s so the series s is that smaller box it has the big yeah microphone in there like you're at ordering from wendy's or something (laughs) it's ugly as shit let's just be honest um <laughs> you know, I love I, all the memes that are coming out with it, the minions I, and the drive-throughs. And... I just, I don't, still don't totally understand who who that console is for. Um, and one of my big, I don't know, I, I, I guess you know, they, they with Xbox, they plan on having, um, oh, what do they call their forward? scaling or they're scaling to the system that you're using it on smart um, delivery smart delivery thank you um but you know i guess i have questions about okay is, is smart delivery going to work for all games for xbox s and if yes then great but if not then are the third-party games produced for the system or more double a games produced for the system and the, you know by the developers that don't have the money to invest in developing a, a compatible version for the S is, are, is that going to hold not only the Xbox series X back, but the entire generation from a graphical or game pushing standpoint. I don't, I don't know. It'll be interesting to, to see, I guess, because yeah, if they're just all, stretching stuff or whatever, the right. Yeah. Well, all, all these third party games ultimately have to of of the three major platforms not including nintendo's because they're clearly doing their own thing but of pc playstation and xbox you have to cater somewhat to the lowest common denominator because otherwise you won't be able to get your stuff on there and get the sales Uh, and who knows i mean that thing just may bomb um and 
not even be available for sale in two years, which would have shocked me. Um, but I think in a year as trying as this year has been and will continue to be for a lot of families economically, at least that system, especially combined with the financing options, offers that more affordable uh, option for, for those families. And that might be their plan too when, when you come out with the uh, the mid the mid gen bump right. that everything just slides down. So then the mid gen bump becomes five hundred, and then the current X that's coming out is going to move down to three hundred. And that might be their plan to just keep sliding everything down. Right. Well, I, I think the I think the Series S is they're really targeting either people's second console, you know, whether they're expecting people to buy a PlayStation Five and hey buy this, then get right. into Game Pass and get subscribed in or you know some of these families who who can't afford that you know i don't don't care about the financing thing but who don't want to finance necessarily don't even know that it's an option right and would rather buy it at 300 bucks which i think the price point is very attractive you know for 300 bucks that's much more you know easy to bite off than getting an xbox at at 500 bucks um well it's an all digital console but my I guess my big question about it is so, so, you know, I'm going to get my PlayStation five, but then I might consider getting an Xbox in two years, maybe three years, because they're going to come out with their whatever mid gen upgrade. Um, and I might wait till that if I get an Xbox or I just may not get an Xbox at all. And something like the series S doesn't necessarily appeal to me two years down the road from now. Cause I, I theorize that, Internet speeds are going to get better, um, and therefore, you know, they're going to start putting xCloud onto, like, a Roku or whatever the fuck, right? So, me having this intermediary box will almost be irrelevant at a certain point, mm-hmm. hopefully, within the next five years. So, it, it's just kind of interesting to see what that plat that that skew will be what it what it long what is the longevity for that and does it get respect mid-gen like the the more beefier one to like another mid-level upgrade or whatever the fuck it, it, i don't know it's just odd it's just odd um so i i think we're all kind of in agreement there so what do you guys think um you know, Sony's going to do to respond. Now, I know D or, or Woodsy. What what announcement did uh, did PlayStation Five have today? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, if you love gold, uh, you can go ahead. <laughs> I love gold. I love uh, gold. <laughs> you go ahead and order your um, gold PlayStation uh, Five. Your your get your your pre order uh, PlayStation Five if you got. Uh, about ten thousand dollars US. So you get all twenty four karat gold, uh, PlayStation Five bundle, which I believe includes the controller and the headset. Um, you start doing that uh, on Thursday, so that's pretty dope. Is that the um, kind of shitty gold that rubs off in your hands, like the old gold Chrome controllers? <laughs> I don't know. I, I definitely chunk my teeth into it to make sure it's not chocolate underneath. Uh, <laughs> but yum, uh, yum. You know, for the, for the plebes out there, I think they got a, I think they got a, a platinum version. You could also get in a rose gold version. Mm-hmm. You could also get that are um, both cheaper. What uh, about the fool's gold? Oh version? wait, oh wait, no, the rose gold is still 
is is the same price. Oh, and the platinum one's more expensive. So if you if you really want to be a baller, go platinum. Um, that Can't wait one, to see some athletes with that shit. Yeah, that that one's like going to be ten thousand five hundred from the looks of it. Um, Did they or, announce oh, sorry, a, 11, is, so? Not that any one of us or anyone listening is going to buy the the gold one, but. Um, did they announce, is that a disc version or a disc less or do they announce both? They have both. So, okay, so th- th- this is what, this is what's interesting. So hundred dollar difference. Exactly. Well, right. hundred, so, hundred, uh, I should say to be correct, hundred pound difference, hundred pound difference. But I think, I think of any of this announcement, I think that's the most interesting tidbit right there is that there's a hundred dollar or hundred pound difference, which will probably end up being a hundred dollar difference also. So does that give us any tip as to what pricing may look like for the PlayStation 5D? What are your thoughts on that? I was actually kind of shocked that with everyone buzzing about it today, that they didn't just come out and be like, yeah, no, we're going to be at uh, 250 and 450 So <laughs> like that. That's kind of what I expected like at 8 o'clock tonight, um, and it did not happen. So I, I don't know, man. And they keep just laying low like I – I feel like either they're incredibly dumb or they're going to come out with like what we were discussing earlier, like an all finance model where it's like, hey, don't worry about it. We'll send you the box for free. Just sign up for the PlayStation streaming game service. And and it's just like a genius move. But like like we talked about before, man, you just get that feeling that they just don't know what the fuck's going on right now. Right. I think I think they but I also think this that. I think people have these have had these unfair expectations of PlayStation insofar as, you know, Microsoft's been very kind of just like trickling with a lot of their information. PlayStation has as well to some extent, but like PlayStation has never moved before they wanted to move, and they have never they haven't been reactionary in any of this. So That's I true. wouldn't expect them to be now. Um, I think they they have a date where they're going to do another online presser, um, and they'll announce it then, and they have that date set, and they know what the price is going to be, or they knew what it was going to be. If back Xbox went here, this is where we're going to go. They've known that shit, and they still know that shit. So um, I am surprised, though, at that $100 difference, um, specifically because I don't think that's going to translate at all um, – to like the the normal versions of the consoles, I don't think you'll see you don't the regular. Think so, really? No, um, and and the reason being is how could they justify a hundred dollar difference specifically for like uh, HD Blu-ray drive? Like those things are mass manufactured. They could probably get those things for maybe a hundred dollars, or I'm sorry, maybe a thirty dollars a unit, um, if if that. So especially in the in the bulk that they're buying them, so I, I just don't see them being able to justify um, charging people who want the um, the disc version a hundred dollars more. So really, so what, what kind of pricing breakdown do you think? Fifty bucks, or what do you think? Yeah, because th- it's the same console, you're getting the exact same performance. You know, it's not a dumbed-down version of the PlayStation 5. Um, so I, I, I think it. I think there's a good shot that it'll be 500 and 450. Really? I'm I'm thinking that they're going to come in at. 
I, I'm a little worried. I, I still think that they're going to come in high and hot and heavy and come in at maybe even 550 and 450. I don't think they go to $600 just because of what, what if they came. What if they came in at four and 450? Uh, well, I, I think that that's an option too. I, I still think there's going to be a hundred dollar price difference. And but do you that, think I've, it's going to always... be higher than 500? Yeah. I, okay. I, I, I was surprised at the place that the Xbox came in at $500. I thought the Xbox was going to come in at, at $600 to be honest with you. And, um, when they came out with that 499 number, I, I think, um, you know, that, that I don't think it's going to move what PlayStation is going to price their console at. I also don't think they want to put it at at six hundred dollars. I'm thinking uh, four ninety nine and three ninety nine, hundred dollar difference between the two of them. So I I, I find the the debate too interesting about like oh play, PlayStation would never go lower than five hundred, and here's why I think they might. So if you dropped it fifty bucks, which is the only price point they would drop it, uh, I'm sure. So to go to 449 for the disk drive version, um, you know you're you're looking at taking a fifty dollar hit for every console sold, uh, obviously. Um, but so say you sell within the first year, within the first year, say you sell ten million units. Okay, well that's five hundred million dollar hit that you're taking as a business, but you're taking also taking a rake of 30% of everything bought on the PlayStation store. And as we have learned and seen with trends is digital sales are only going to continue. And one thing that we haven't talked about on this podcast, but I know we talked about previously in our, on my old podcast and um, uh, just amongst ourselves was PlayStation stopped allowing third-party vendors to sell digital codes of any kind. So the only place that you are getting fucking anything for the PlayStation, if you buy an all-digital PlayStation or just prefer to buy your shit digitally now on PlayStation, which a lot of people are doing, only place you can get that now is fucking PlayStation. So they're going to take a 30% rake on everything. And, and, you know, that's going to, you know, say the console lasts for another eight years or seven years, whatever the fuck it may, you know, this console generation again, like seven years, eight years, whatever. um, You're talking billions of dollars there. Billions of dollars, especially when we get out to this lead um, in which – you know, if you curry favor and continue to keep up your first party uh, games to be really good and so on and so forth. And, uh, you know, you're going to get a whole lot of people, uh, I think, right off the bat by just taking that $50 haircut up front. You take a $50 haircut up front and it's going to more than pay off for itself on the back end. Oh, yeah. Not even so, close. And So I think there's an argument to be made where maybe I don't think they will. But I think it wouldn't be a bad business decision for them, especially in the long run, to just say, fuck it. We're going to come out at 450 at, You know, beat us. Good luck. 450 so, and 4 is what you're going with? 450 and 4. Why not? That's, that's, that's my Hail Mary. 
<laughs> okay, so you're going four fifty and four. I'm going. I'll 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 stamp down. I'll go five and four for mine. D, what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm with Woods. I, I think uh, I think they they go for go for the jugular. I like it, man. All right. So uh, PlayStation had their slight bit of news, not much news, as we kind of discussed amongst ourselves. Uh, Xbox had their shit leaked. Nintendo, Nintendo um, had some rumors coming out about the, a new Switch model coming out next year. Um, it rumored to possibly stream be at 4K. I, I, I don't know if they'll hit that number, um, but be more powerful. Um, is that any interest you, to you guys? What do you that? mean stream at 4K? Sorry. Or I, I'm, I'm sorry, not not stream, but, but have 4K play, graphics. Right, okay. Yeah, play at 4K. Uh-huh. Like um, mounted or mounted, mounted, mounted. Yeah. Um, right now I think it's at like 720 or something. Um, would that cause either of you two to buy back into Nintendo at all? I know I know neither of you are Switch owners, but that any interest of you? Well, See? the display is oh. one thing, but I ain't buying Nintendo games for like their graphical fidelity. So does 4K even matter? Like unless I'm gonna buy my third-party games on Switch, which it, I'm not. Um, so I, I don't think like an enhanced resolution or even resolution output is going to be enough to pull me in. Um, I would just go get the OG. Um, but if it was more powerful and I don't, I don't know, I, I'm only going to buy the switch for Nintendo games. I think if I buy a switch, I'm only going to buy it for the Nintendo properties because yep. uh, everything else I'm just going to, Play on my PlayStation if it's third party, especially. So, I guess no, it doesn't interest me. Would you? Yeah, I'd, I'd really only be interested for my littles. So. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they did something really cool with it that I can't even contemplate now. Um, a new, more powerful one doesn't necessarily interest me. No. Yeah, I I've been um, I've been playing a lot of my Switch lately. I've also been getting the kids or my my daughter on the Switch more specifically. I think a Switch is a good entry point for her. You know, a lot of their Mario games can appeal to the nostalgia and a lot of people our age, but also is a good entry point for kids. You know, and and they have the mm-hmm. Lego controls and the, the Joy Cons if they want to do it that route, or they have the you know the controller route if you want to get them going that way. So. Um, I'm glad that I have my Switch as kind of an entry point for her, kind of like you mentioned, you with the kids. Um, but I, I'm not going to be upgrading my Switch when a new one comes out. I don't need it to be any more powerful to play, you know, right. Mario Kart and um, right. Smash Bros. So yeah, because I, I, my six-year-old plays uh, on the original Wii, so like, <laughs> you know, don't need brand new games. So yeah, well, so then. That being said, Mario uh, Nintendo also came out with a big a, a big mini direct bomb that was all sorts of Mario centric news. So let, let's touch on some of the, the subjects with with the um, the Mario. Now, did you guys get to watch it direct at all, or did you guys follow along with any of the news or no? Did didn't all I heard today was about uh, Hyrule Warriors Breath of the Wild, but we'll get to that. Yeah, I, I did not either. So lay down me. Okay, well, so there's a lot of news that came out of this mini direct that was just kind of dropped on us at early AM hours, even in Central Time Zone. Um, so one of the big games that came out, announcements that came out, was it came out with a Mario 3D All Stars, which um, 
you know, includes Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Mario Galaxy. Now, that's coming to Switch on September 18th. Um, Hold on now. Hold on now. I got a hot take about that. I'm not... I don't know. I'll get I'll get heat for this, but they they charge they're charging full price for three games that they're barely touching up. Well, so yeah, that that that's exactly what I was going to touch on is it's going to be and, and yeah, so the, the, like you mentioned, the price is going to be sixty bucks. Um, Mario sixty four is basically getting no touch up. It's not it's not even going to be in the right resolution. Um, Sunshine and Mario Galaxy are, are basically just literally just ported onto the Switch and given you the ability to play it on your Switch. Um, you'll be able to play most of your Mario games on your Switch. Um, not Mario Galaxy 2, which has been kind of a point of contention with some Mario fans. But like you alluded to, Woods, this is not a remaster or remake by any stretch of the imagination. It's literally just a port. Um, the biggest nugget of news to come out of this, though, is that, is that it's only going to be available till March 31st. 2021. Fuck, fuck that Disney Vault shit. Like, that's so dumb for video games. So dumb. I've never heard of anything like that before. Where they're literally, Not I mean, I could, I could, I could see them stopping production on the physical game, maybe. But the right. fact that they're having it on their digital storefront and then pulling it at right. the end of their quarter, uh, quarter Q1 or whatever, whatever fiscal quarter it is for them, um. Screams to me of like a money grab of just like hey, scare everybody into buying it. Well, I, I hit on this last week. It, it's the they got all drunk on the mini stuff with the retro fever, and so now they're gonna have some big thing once a year where it's gonna be limited time, and this year that's it. You might be right about that. Um, God, and it's just like because don't forget they got a hundred bucks to give you. 50 just, NES games, too. And, and those games are all great <laughs> Mario games, but goddamn, does Nintendo just print money based upon nostalgia without actually Pretty much. doing something awesome for their fans, like really adding stuff to those games? Like, okay, sure, you don't want to up the graphics like, um, you know, PlayStation did with Crash Bandicoot and Spyro, whatever the fuck else, like doing true, true remakes. Um, Final Fantasy 7 and all that. Um, but you can add more fucking levels or something or... Oh, yeah. You know? Or, or, or like, you know, a whole bunch of bonus levels if it doesn't or, fit into the story. I was going to say, like, challenges like, of various like Mario 64, you could have added 10 or 20 more stars. That oh, wouldn't have God. been a big deal. Right. Just add... Yeah, just add add something. Or don't uh, charge 60 bucks, right? Like, yeah, charge that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, so yeah. I don't know. I just I just think it's another example of, and, and to to be fair, it was I I read that it, it's already the second best selling or pre ordered game of this year for Nintendo behind um, uh, Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Thank you. Um, which is just fucking nuts. Just also, fucking if you're not going to put out a new game, just reprint your old games and right. charge full price for it, right? And, and he's right. FOMO, FOMO is real with this shit. <laughs> FOMO is super fucking real with this shit. I don't know. So, speaking of FOMO, um, another nice little thing Nintendo is doing for everyone is, hey, uh, we're going to add Super Mario Bros. 35. 
a 35th anniversary celebration of Mario, where we're making Mario into a battle royale. So this battle royale is going to be 35 players playing at once, where you're trying to last the longest in various levels. And as you get power-ups and you kill enemies and whatnot, you're going to send them to other people's screens, and it's going to start ping-ponging around, and everything is going to be super crazy battle royale. Um, that's dropping, did I put it in here? Um, I think it's this month sometime, which is interesting because the Nintendo Switch online came out starting September, so they decided to drop this little free online game so everyone can re-up their yearly subscription um, conveniently in September when everyone's uh, annual pass ends. Right. And that being said, this game also is going to be this game is actually going to be unplayable post right. March 31st, 2021. Right. right, right, right. Coincidentally, that'll be right before they drop the new fucking skew of the Switch. Yep. Just because Nintendo's going to bend their fucking people over yet again. It's going to happen. That's that's when their new, the new Switch will come out. Just watch. And are they going to make you buy this game at that point? Because it's interesting they put all this work into making this battle royale. And then just completely pulling it down. Now, if there's any one other than Nintendo, I may say, yeah, they're going to put it out for sale and you can buy it. But, you know, Nintendo might be just crazy enough to just be like, hey, we're just going to make this game, make it available for six, seven months, and then we're just going to pull it down and you'll never see it again. I don't know. If you think into that streaming model, right, um, and you think of games like Destiny, right, um, and what we were talking about with the minis where they're all hooked on seasonal shit and FOMO and all this other crap. Um, what they could end up with here is something kind of like a destiny where you end up with here's it's this season. So now we're bringing out the Mario 35 again and now oh, it's fall. So yeah. And yeah. So now we're going to do this cause it's fall or spring or whatever. And then you just have different events that keep people re-upping and buying new subscriptions. Yeah. I guess, but the the, the subscription for um, Nintendo Online is, what, $20 for the year or some yeah. bullshit? Yeah. It's ridiculously low. So, I, yeah, it is. It's, it's, tw- it's, it's $20 yeah, it's for 20 bucks year. for a year or, like, $35 for a family where you can get, like, I don't know, three to five people on there or something crazy. So um, it's just odd. Like I can't. I I would. I guess I'd have to agree with you, CJ, that they'll. It, w- it just won't be free after the end of Q1 of next year. They'll just sell it regularly. Unless, unless, unless they make a Mario 36 or like or some other seasonal thing. It's just weird that they're pulling it down. Um, some other little enhancements to Switch Online. You know, they're adding a bunch of. Um, Mario Bros. games, some the Lost Levels, Super Mario Bros. 2, Mario, Super Mario Bros. 3, and things like that to the Switch Online, which is another little interest. And then um, one of the last ones I want to touch on before we get back to that Hyrule Warriors you mentioned earlier, Woodsy, is Mario Kart Home Circuit. Um, this is interesting to anyone out there with kids more so than people our age. But what Mario Kart Home Circuit is, it's a toys-to-life game where you get a little... <laughs> RC cart with a camera on the top of it, mm-hmm. and then you can map out areas around your living room or your den or something, and you can make your own Mario levels. Right. And then you take your switch and you drive your cart through your house, so you see your house, but you also see the track 
you know, and then you see like the shells and then you throw your shell at the other person or the computer characters and then that stops the little RC car and then you can kind of zip around and you can do all sorts of crazy stuff like that. That actually so, sounds really dope as like a augmented reality idea. I was just like, I was scoffing initially because I was thinking, what about all those toys to life bullshit that people purchased and now are completely useless because are, are they going to be able to use those for this? And my guess is no, but maybe, but my guess is no. Oh, Toys to Life has had a hard time working on it in any front, but this right. is kind of a, a neat idea to do. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's someone for who's, you know, 12 years old. It's not necessarily for us, but I think it's kind of a cool way to uh, incorporate the augmented reality and you can right. make your own Mario Kart levels in there. And you can also see it zipping around your living room. So that's kind of kind of a neat idea. Now that MSRP is ninety nine bucks, um, so it's a little bit more pricey, but you get the little RC car with it. So, um, Woodsy, what are your what you added this uh, Hyrule Warriors Breath of the Wild? What is this? Um, so I guess uh, there's a lot of hype surrounding a Zelda update today, and this is what they announced. Um, so. This is basically another Mosu, Mosu, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. I'm probably not. Muso, um, I think. Muso, Muso, right. Um, Zelda game. Um, and it's a prequel to Breath of the Wild. It takes place 100 years before, I guess, the events of that game. Um, but it's a Muso. What so, is a Muso? Oh. For those who are unfamiliar, that is effectively the genre that Dynasty Warriors popularized. Um, and, you know, I think, I think Koei actually makes all those games, and they just get reskinned with, with I think Gundam has had one. Uh, I think there, there might have been a Dragon Ball one. I don't want to speak out of turn there. Um, obviously, there was a, another Zelda one. Um, and there's been a number of other properties to, to utilize, uh, I think, Koei to, to make a Muso version of, of their game. Um, and I don't know. It's a lot of hype, a lot of hype over nothing, if you ask me, because, like, the Muso genre is, um, I, w- I don't want to say dead, but it's, uh, d- you know, not doing well. Not doing. It's not of the most popular genres, at least in the states. I don't know how it does overseas. I guess they keep making Dynasty Warriors and Samurai Warriors games, so maybe it's still doing all right. I don't know. It's not doing well. <laughs> <laughs> I was not too familiar with what a Muso was up until relatively recently. D, any interest in Muso Zelda? It's not going well. <laughs> Just well kidding. Said. No, not for me. Not for me either. So, um, but that kind of wraps up the Nintendo Mini Direct, if you will. Um, so on to the next topic we have here is is D. Um, what announcement did Madden drop on the world today? Ooh, Woodsy wanted to talk about this one. Colin Kaepernick is back in Madden 21. Super exciting. He's uh <sighs> Free agent, and he's an 81. And, 81 overall. And I feel like that's the same 81 that I could be playing quarterback in Madden in 2021. 
because him and I have played the same number of games in the last four years. <laughs> and, you know, roughly but, the same. But he did exercise, have two really shitty seasons before that, though. So yeah. don't discount those. Um, and I'm not knocking on Colin Kaepernick because right. I disagree yeah. with his politics or anything like that. As I don't. I actually agree with his politics uh, insofar as the kneeling argument and all that other stuff. Uh, hate on me if you want about that. I really give a fuck less. Um, but, I mean, come on, bro. Dude's not 81 overall. You're making him the highest free agent in Madden. Like, let's let's be real. This is just like... Yeah, I wish we had had a little more time. Like, do we know how many quarterbacks that are starting on Madden 21 rosters? There, there is a number. There, there was a number. Somebody did the math on that. And I, yeah. you know, they they have the, 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 they, they really pulled down their ranking. I haven't played Madden a whole lot lately, but they really pulled down their rankings on players where, like, a lot of players are kind of clustered in that mid-80s range, you know? Yeah, but they just do a lot of fan service for ratings. And, I mean, I heard, I heard no, I they, I they gave Gronk. They gave I heard they're giving they gave Gronk like a ninety five overall and he's the second best tight end in the league and he took a year off. Like, what? At least let him prove it for a couple of weeks first, then jack up his rating via updates. But don't let's not with these guys for real? For real? Come on. Well, uh, do you guys think it's it's anything interesting? Because because Madden came out and has had what the lowest rated Metacritic game or something or something insanely low. Oh, yeah, it's and, like 0.1. Uh, people were definitely bombing it with zeros. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's and, fun because, like, all the people that the license off was at it on Twitter for the and, last 10 years right. have come out of the woodwork now to join in on the ratings bomb. Right. <laughs> and do you guys think this is any way tied in them trying to improve their ratings? And if anything, I think it's going to do the exact opposite. <laughs> like, right. Yeah, yeah. Um that's not gonna help. It might be a stupid um, wannabe PR ploy, but I don't think. I, it's I think that's what I think it's a wannabe PR ploy because yes. you know I think we're all kind of in agreement with you, Woodsy. Like where the 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 issue isn't the the politics with Kaepernick and the kneeling and whatnot. It's just the rating of 81 or overall. And to me, it is just a complete publicity PR stunt to try to try to find any way to improve your your shitty reskinned game. And um, ten years, ten years on the way. Fuck you. Don't even send me a free digital code. I don't want those reviews where people are like, yeah, I haven't bought it in five years, but I'm just here to leave a zero review. And I'm, I, I really kind of also want to log on there and leave a zero. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, EA. Um, I don't yeah. mean all that. I apologize. You can send me a free digital code. I'll install it and make sure to fucking never play it. Don't yeah, worry. Me either. It'll, <laughs> that's the last three versions that I don't play. Because, as always, I don't know if we've discussed on the show, I always do one play, and it's a fucking outside corner. And if the linebacker's not looking at you, and I think that I got him, so I do a tap to that corner, and the motherfucker jumps 20 feet in the air, and one hand's an interception that he ain't looking at, I turn the game off. And I've had to do it for, like, 10 years. You should you should stop doing that play. <laughs> well, that's his test play. He's just he's, <laughs> I, I don't disagree with this. Play don't work. Disagree with this. Why is the play in there? Right. <laughs> if it just never works because the linebackers can just mystically go through the air and intercept shit backwards into the the back of their hand. Yeah. Same same shitty shit over and over and Sim- over again. Stick simulation. So CJ. This point, 2K Sports. I would just make a fucking game 
that's as serious as serious gets when you come to like there's no arcade mode there's no jacking up the difficulty it is what it is and then when they get a lawsuit from ea allege that ea is not making a simulation game they are making an arcade game and therefore are in breach of their own goddamn contract that's hilarious i actually think that's hilarious um so anyway (laughs) cj I have to say I'm excited about your Trophy Hunter game because of the myriad of games that have befallen my ownership. Um, Until Dawn is one of them, and I've actually played it. So oh, you let's have. fucking okay. go. Okay. So <laughs> Until Dawn, um, you have played it. What ZD have you played this game at all? <laughs> okay. So this was a PlayStation Plus game a handful of months ago. It came out who probably about 2016 or so. It is a an interesting take on a basically a 90s teen horror movie. Mm-hmm. So you go to a cabin in the woods. You take a ski lift to get there. You the ski lift breaks down. You're stranded there. You know you get the kind of the teen tropes of the hot girl, the bitchy oh, wait, hold girl. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Not not I don't want to cut you off totally, but you're short selling this game a little bit because it has l- real live awesome good actors in it like Hayden Pinatieri is live and she looks oh. photorealistic in the game so does Rumi Malek like yep. and, um so there's re- all the people in there are like real actors and it's super good motion capture especially on their facial detail and everything and it looks it's a it's a real good looking fucking game especially for when you know I mean it was kind of that earlierish mid you right. know earlierish PlayStation era game um yeah, so real actors, and you get stranded at this cabin, and it just kind of ensues from there. You have the, like I mentioned, the, the bitchy girl, the jock, the nerd guy kind of situation, the kid who owns the cabin, and shit just goes awry, and it's kind of this kind of a choose-your-own-adventure kind of situation, and we'll get into that and how that ties into the trophies here in just a minute. Um, and I don't want to give any spoilers away, but um, there is definitely trophies tied to the decisions you make. So whenever you're watching a horror movie and just be like, fuck that, I would just drive away or <laughs> I would uh, I would just torch a place or I would just do this out of the other. Like some of these things are options. Some of them are not because you're, you're trapped there. Or there's reasons as to why you can't do things, but you're actually in control in the horror game, which is yeah. actually pretty cool. It's a cho- um, it's, it's, it's a choose your own adventure novel. Brought it's, to video game. It brought, brought to life, yeah. That's yeah. Pretty so, sweet. Um, you play, I think you can play as all characters in various points of the game. You know, kind of centered around Hayden Pentier, obviously, because she's kind of the main actress in the game. Um, but you do play as all of them, and you have your own sections where there's like, this guy is dating this girl, this guy hates this girl, or vice versa, you know, whatever the case is. So then you, you come to these situations where they really get you to hate these characters or, or like these characters, and you really want to save them. And um, there's a lot of QTEs in the game where they'll, they'll be playing a, a cutscene, and all of a sudden the button prompts will pop up, and if you miss one of the button prompts, boom, dead. They're gone. Or, um, you know, so you're, you're walking around the woods, and it's scary out, and there's some supernatural shit going on, or, you know, you're going through the house, and doors are slamming, and that sort of thing, and there's crazy shit going on. Um, the way this ties into the trophies, though, is there's one trophy called They All Live, where... All eight characters make it out alive. You can play the game and in in such, in such do so. Um, um, so that's hit on the, the QTE events. Um, there's a trophy called This is the End, where everyone dies. So you can play the game this way, where everyone's dying. Um, 
Um, and there's a couple other fun trophies called the Exorcism Emily, where one of the characters shoots Emily, a Fatal Grudge, where a guy shoots Ashley, and Instant Infernal, where one of the characters immediately <laughs> sets the whole lodge on fire. Oh wow, okay. Just like a fuck this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, but that's like one of the one of the options where you just like set that bitch ablaze and you get a trophy for it, but then you know all your characters die or most of your characters die. Um, I wonder, like, I I can see now. So this is an interesting. Uh, one of the really interesting things about this is like, you know, I think it's almost a, it, it could be done. Like, somebody should do like an examination of psycho psychology based upon the choices you make in this game. Like, because I can see like, yeah, you got to make figure out what decision that you need to make to burn the bitch to the ground, right? But who yeah, amongst who us that right who, off the bat? Because the game itself takes like three, maybe four hours to complete, like one time through, and you yep. keep going through it, so on and so it, so on and so forth. Um, but like, who, who's making that decision off the bat? I don't want to play this game anyway, so yeah. I know this is a horror story. Let's just burn the house down. <laughs> right. Um, and there's a handful of collectibles in there that you can get, you know, whether it's finding the totem hunters or the opening your eyes and finding some of the various clue lines and things. Um, but it's actually a relatively easy platinum, one which I don't have, um, most because I don't want to go back and recollect everything. And you can do some saves coming where you kill one of the characters and reload your save, so you want to drag them all to the end or, or kill them all. Um, but it's one game, if you guys do own it, I'd, I'd recommend going playing it. Uh, next month is October, so maybe if you want to play a little horror game, um, this would be a good um, seasonal game to play at that point. So. Right. Well, and they got um, that studio, um, they have that Needs of Median or whatever. The, Man uh, of a Dan. And they, they have. Do. They have this uh, eight-game anthology, and they just got bought up by someone, I thought. Um, okay. But I think it was an eight-game anthology where they're, where they're going out and putting out these, like, two- or three-hour little little bite-sized games. But they're all um, sort of like this, which is They are. Cool. And they're um, all anthology, you, you mentioned, like, where one takes place in a boat or something, and I don't, I don't, I don't remember where they right. all take place, but there's, like, three or four of them out so far. This is actually one of the few games I've gotten my wife to try and play. Um, <laughs> and... She, you know, she was into it. She just never continued. But the first time she was into it, uh, she or played it. She was into it and and liked it just because it's like you don't have to be good at video games to play this game. Um, you know, the reaction time once you get that that's going to happen. Like, you know, I I didn't know about it the first time when I was first playing it with her, right? So I couldn't warn her otherwise I would have. But um, once you figure that out, that that sort of stuff's going to be there, so you have to kind of be on high alert. Um, you know, that's the only real skill you need to have for this game is to make sure you press A when it presents itself, um, or triangle or square or whatever. Um, so it, it's a pretty casual game for people to just jump into, try out, and if you don't like the first storyline you got, like, you know, we were already talking about, you could just redo it in pretty short order and, and try out some different shit. So it's fun, man. One of game. the uh, one of the evolutions that I believe that they did already at dawn was that in Man of Medan you you can have play the game in multiplayer mode where you control different characters and you can even be on different screens and you can separately make decisions oh, of your shit. own volition and <laughs> the, the decisions that your friends or your partners who are on different screens make affect, affect your you. game. 
So that'd be kind of cool in this game right here where you it's just, it's a single player game only, but you do play as each character. But if like I play as like the bitchy girl and Woods plays as a jock and D plays as a hot chick and we each like make our own little decisions and, you know, choose to kill each other or help each other live would be kind of a cool spin on this game. And maybe that's more achievable, attainable, even better than and the next <sighs> game. D, yeah. D wouldn't even have to play as the hot chick. He just I has a hot chick. Well, D, show them, me your titties. Yeah, he, uh, he has that chest. Be good for the hot chick. So, um, what's he, um, that's all for trophy time. So, what is coming off of your pile of shame? Oh well, <laughs> technically nothing. Uh, Resident Evil Seven remains, um, but I might be punting on that because I just can't. This is one thing after the other with. You know, um, I was sick last week and I wanted to try to get into it and all that sort of shit. So it was just, it, it just was not happening. Um, but uh, we have a new game um, that has been voted on by by the good folks that follow us. Um, and the next game I will be playing for my pile of shame. I went with an all disc physical disc edition. Um, this time we had the choices were Batman Arkham, Asi- Arkham Asylum, um, the uh, near Automata. Um, what were the other ones? I was trying to look at the thing and I couldn't find it. Um, in any in any regard, near Automata won with like forty five percent of the vote and forty eight percent. So yes. I will I will be playing that game. CJ, I know you know that game well. Yes. Um, you got any pro tips for me before I? I that I is one of them? one of my favorite games from this generation. Um, it caught me completely off guard. Um, the one thing I'll say with with near is that um, and you you hear this sometimes when people talk about games, but get through the first section of the game. The first section of the game, you kind of play in a start off in a ship. And you're kind of do this like shooter kind of thing where you're kind of like floating around shooting shit in a ship. And that is the only time you play as a ship. Um, this game has 26 different endings. Um, now that what? Seems, it seems excessive. Um, there's one ending for each letter of the alphabet, ending A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Um, some endings you get from just like screwing something up and it's like, hey, such and such happened. Uh that that happened the game is done i don't want to get into the spoilers of what this and the other are if you haven't played um but you can basically just get an immediate end if you do something stupid like um i don't even want to that's fine that's fine that's fine um but you can get an immediate end now when you get an immediate ends of all but five endings you basically just reboot because most of the letters like whatever 21 endings are just these little silly endings um the five endings um, are awesome and they all tie together and they are all the, build... are all of the little abbreviated endings all mistake driven aka you can't uh, make... I, I don't remember exactly i mean it's been a while since i played all the endings i can only think of a handful off the top of my head but it's just like if you walk off the screen one way it, you know it will go to an ending or like okay. like why and, and make a joke like why are you doing this this is dumb uh game's done basically but so in, in it, much more clever terms. Um, the other the other two games that it, it beat out, um, other than Batman Arkham Asylum, were Death Stranding and Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. Uh, Death Stranding came in um, second place, which I guess I wasn't surprised by. Um, 
I was so, surprised near one, to be honest with you. I, I voted for near. <laughs> I'll check my ballot. Um, I thought I was going to be the only one that voted for near, to be honest with you. I was very pleased when it won. Yeah, no. Um, I know it's like it, it's 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 not even like a cult, not even cult classic as you were. There's a lot of people who just love that game, and it got a really – I think it got a lot of great publicity when it came out and it never really – so the nope. the different endings like so when you when you hear a game says different endings you do replay through portions of the game but it's you play through it from different perspectives so when I say there's five main endings you know you, you do play it from different perspectives so don't get bogged down like, I'm gonna re, like replay the game and then this is gonna unlock or that's gonna unlock right. there, there is slight like replay don't don't, don't worry CJ it's on my pile of shame I will be playing through it. For one of the full endings and one of the full endings if, only. If, if I could, if I could ask you to at least play through three of the three of the endings, because, because <laughs> man, the, the the third ending you get really tie things together, and when you figure out what's really happening in the game, I like drop my how, controller. How long, how long would that take though? Because I gotta get to the next game in the pile. Gotta get back. I gotta get back to the pile. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll have to dig into how long to beat, but it's not it's not terribly long, man. Like once you the, the first ending is the longest one, and the other ones are more more manageable. But man, when you hit that turn and figure out what's really happening, my jaw dropped, and okay. I was like, holy I shit, man! I want you, I want you as our trophy hunter here to go out and uh, you gotta you gotta find me that trail and and dig up those those numbers for me, and then I'll maybe commit to okay. Your I can do that. I, I did platinum that. I found my my platinum pile, so. Makes me very happy that you picked that game. Well, I think that concludes our eighth episode of the Raw Cuts Gaming Podcast. Thanks to you, the listener, for putting up with our bad jokes and our rare takes from everything uncut in the video game sphere. We hope you join us each and every week for more Raw Cuts Gaming Podcast. If you'd like to be a part of the conversation, you know how to reach us or give us hate. Hate, 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 hate. Um, we definitely encourage you to reach out to our Twitter handle at Raw Cuts Gaming. If um, you want to watch us, like we mentioned earlier in the show, you can watch it on the YouTube Raw Cuts Gaming channel. Um, if you don't want to do the Twitter or the YouTube, um, you can reach us at our email account, rawcutsgaming at gmail.com. Or we're just currently being spammed by all that uh, spam last week. Dee, <laughs> <laughs> um, if people want to get out to hold of you, where's the best place to find you? Uh, I am on the Twitters at NakedGamer84, and I'm on Twitchers at Noob with the zeros underscore NakedGamer. Woods. Woods, where can people find you, man? You can find me at Woods underscore or underscore Wads with a Z on Twitter. uh, And on um, Twitch, uh, predominantly Twitch from the Raw Cuts Gaming uh, Twitch account. Thanks for bumping that, and hopefully, except, can... except for except for when I fuck up trying to do a second. Make sure session, you don't fuck up your easy. your near streams because I would definitely want to watch that, man. Right. I'll, I'll all all three that. of them, all three of them, all three. Of them. <laughs> three endings, right? Yeah, um, all three endings, not just all three streams. Yeah, and if you and if you want to get a hold of me, the best place to find your resident trophy hunting host, you can find me on Twitter at CJ Rindall. So thanks again, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye, Ryan. Bye, Alex. See you, Mom. Bye, Dad. Bye, Andrew. Slap that bitch. Let's go.
go play games. <laughs>